So obviously the Philadelphia 76ers would love to come out this offseason and push all their chips into the middle of the table, go out and acquire a max contract megastar to pair alongside Joel Embiid. But as we all know, this is the NBA. There are no guarantees and sometimes the ball doesn't bounce your way. So today we need to talk about the Sixers best backup plan to go into this offseason and still be able to build a championship contender. And oh, by the way, reunite an athlete with his hometown philadelphia let's talk about it perfect 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 what is going on everybody rb here welcome back into philly take with rb you know what to do smash that like for me hit that subscribe if you're new to the channel and go ahead and hit that notification bell so that way anytime i'm uploading a video or go live you are instantly notified today we are here to talk about the sixers best insurance plan this offseason and that is a special someone kyle lowry yes that is right we are bringing back the hashtag floppy to Philly movement, drop it in the comment section. Now, obviously, this is if the Sixers aren't able to get their hands on a player like Damian Lillard. And let's be honest, you know, the NBA Finals are on now. I do expect the market to increase, right? Guys are going to request out of their cities. Other guys are going to opt out of player options on their contracts. I think the free agent market is going to boost a bit. But if I'm being completely honest right now, it's kind of slim. There, it doesn't seem like there's going to be too many superstars out there or at least quality guys that we can bring in. And especially with the Sixers situation, we know our glaring issue. We need a point guard. It's, it's insane to me. I've been thinking about this and the Sixers really haven't had a solid guard tandem since a young Drew Holiday and a young Lou Williams back in 2011. In fact, Joel Embiid, no disrespect to anybody, has never played with a sufficient point guard. The point guard we drafted number one overall forgot how to play basketball, and the other point guard, or the guy we made into a point guard, won't shoot. So imagine the capabilities of a player like Joel Embiid, who's already an MVP candidate, if you add him, you know, a point guard, a guy who can come in and control the floor, run the two-man game, execute the pick and rolls, and, and just take over and take some of the brunt off of Joel. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. I feel like there are doors that are, you know, still locked in this guy's career. But anyway, getting into Kyle Lowry. As we look at the guard market, I think Kyle Lowry's going to be at the top. He's going to be on a lot of teams' radars this offseason. And as we know... This is kind of some unfinished business, right? At the trade deadline, the Sixers, you know, tried to come in and swoop him in. Also, the Lakers, the Miami Heat, even the Clippers were rumored. But nobody was able to land Kyle Lowry. He went back to Toronto and at 35 years old, finished his last season with the Raptors, a champion, a six-time All-Star, a guy who's done so much and it will go down as one of the best Raptors in history. Um, but obviously, the time has been served, right? Like, it's it's over. They had their, their goodbye. They thought it was going to be at the trade deadline but here we are um the raptors probably lost a chance to get some value but they did you know request a high price and nobody was willing to bite daryl morey was not willing to bite but another article that came out about i think a month or two after the trade deadline reads this the Sixers still plan to pursue kyle lowry via a sign and trade this summer and as we look more into it it says Kyle Lowry staying put in Toronto was probably the biggest surprise of the trade deadline. Raptors and Lowry were content with not making the move. And from a Sixers standpoint, the likely asking price of Danny Green, Matisse Thibel, Tyrese Maxey, and two first-round picks, this was even more than I had heard, was understandably too much. Yes, it was. 
Uh, the Sixers haven't given up their interest in Lowry just yet. The athletic Sam Amick and John Hollinger noted in an article looking ahead to free agency that the Sixers plan on pursuing Kyle Lowry via a sign of trade this offseason when he becomes a free agent. And going even further, the three teams known to be in hot pursuit back then, the Lakers, Miami, and Philadelphia, only the Heat are in a financial position to sign Lowry outright. But sources say the Sixers still plan on pursuing him by sign and trade. They added George Hill in lieu of Lowry. Only 1.2 mil at the, uh, only 1.2 of his 10 mil is guaranteed next season. And by the way, we know how that went, right? George Hill really did not contribute that much. We'll probably be in a potential trade package this off season. And the deal expires at that point. The Lowry interest remains very strong there. So as we go and look at that, you know, we were not willing to bite. You could say it was a mistake. You could say maybe if we back if back then we pulled that trigger, maybe we are in the NBA finals right now and we have a chance to win. There's a lot of things that could have happened. There's a lot of things that could not could not have happened. Now, back then, you know, that was a lot asking for Tyrese Maxey and Matisse Thibel and two firsts. I mean, that is a huge package to go out and execute. And I understand why he did not. But maybe Daryl Morey looks at this and he says, okay, this is enough to push us over the hump. And, you know, maybe we have to go get something done. I personally think the Sixers' best insurance plan, if a guy like Dane doesn't work out, is to go sign Kyle Lowry and then acquire a forward, probably a small forward via sign and trade or maybe a outright signing in free agency or even just a straight-up trade with the team this summer. I, I really do think... That if you are able to get a big three of Kyle Lowry, another forward, and Joel Embiid, maybe you have Tobias Harris, maybe not, right? You know, Ben Simmons is more than likely going to get traded this summer, get a fresh start. Tobias Harris could be traded as well to clear up space. I think you may have to go out and do this. And here's why. A lot of Philly fans have always been content, you know, let's keep the farm, let's keep the young guys. Now, I'm not saying 100% that I would go out and trade Tyrese Maxey Matisse Thibel for Kyle Lowry right now. But if the options are not out there, I'm at least considering it. And I know Kyle Lowry is, you know, reported of wanting to be paid $25 million a year. And he's going to want a two, three, four-year contract. All I'm saying is that last year, a lot of fans did not want to go after Chris Paul. Well, look how that worked out, right? Look at the two teams in the finals this year compared to last year. They went out and got point guards, right? Chris Paul, Drew Holiday. Last year, a lot of people were saying that Chris Paul wouldn't have fit here. Yes, he would have. We need a point guard. And it's now more obvious than ever. Right, The only thing I'd said last year about Chris Paul was that, well, maybe his contract's not going to fit, but that was before we moved Al Horford, and maybe we could have even moved Tobias Harris, but we see how that worked out. Chris Paul has been you know, such a huge reason the Suns are in the position they are in. We need a point guard, and obviously, I'm not comparing the two, but I think Kyle Lowry, in a similar way, is going to be kind of that uh, performance maker, like, like a Chris Paul on a team this offseason, and he's going to be in high pursuit, and somebody will overpay for Kyle Lowry, and if it comes down to it, guess what? The Sixers need to win now. I'm sorry. We can't go out and rely on Tyrese Maxey to be a championship point guard next season. Maybe he can in a couple years. I truly believe that. I actually think Tyrese could learn a lot from Kyle Lowry. 
I think if he came in here, Tyrese would learn a lot. And maybe Larry retires in a couple years. But in addition to that, you know, I, I don't want to bank on a young guard from the draft. I don't want to trade up and bank on a young guy. No, we need an experienced vet, a guy like Kyle Lowry, who's still going to be able to give you 20 a game or at least 17, 18 a game. He's going to give you six, seven assists a game. He's still going to knock down from 40%. He's going to be a leader in the locker room. And although he can be a liability on defense, he's going to play with heart. The one thing we haven't seen is our max contract player play with heart. You know what I'm talking about. Look, man, Kyle Lowry's going to come in here. He's going to draw charges. He's going to get fired up in front of his hometown. It's the perfect reunion. He's he's even had express interest, uh, according to sources, to come back to Philadelphia and play, right? Nova product. Shout out to Nova Nation. This would be the perfect reunion, man. He could come home and he could really help this team. And, you know, I think he could be a, a great kind of floor general, help space the floor as well and help get these guys involved and really give us what we have been lacking for years. And the last thing is that, you know, like I said, if we do get Kyle Lowry, can he be a second option on a championship team? I don't know. That Toronto Raptors situation was a bit different. But, you know, Kyle Lowry, like I said, I would want to go out and get another star forward as well. If possible, guess what? Kyle Lowry can help be a recruiter piece. There are a couple forwards on the free agent market as of right now, right? DeMar DeRozan, Kawhi Leonard likely to decline his player option. Well, what if Kawhi could get called up by Kyle Lowry? You know, hey, Kawhi, hey, DeMar, remember me, your best friend? Well, I have a special situation here in Philly. Imagine Kyle Lowry, Kawhi Leonard, and Joe Allen B. Just an example. I'm just throwing some things out there. Obviously, if there's more interest, we're going to talk about it more. But, you know, this that that is a real thing. Stars talk to each other in the NBA. And I know it's a long shot, but um, Kyle Lowry would do a lot for this team. And I could see it being a good fit. And, you know, I've hated the guy for most of his career, but like I said at the deadline, I was starting to love him more, and I thought he could have been a good piece for this team. I understand why Daryl didn't do it before, but maybe he learns from his, you know, learns from his mistake and says, okay, you know, we got we have to do something, and maybe he executes that. But before we get wrapped up with this, I want to look at a couple potential trades I saw on the internet uh, from fan-sided and Liberty Ballers and the Inquisitor. Now, the, I, I don't agree fully with these trades. Here's the first one. Raptors get Ben Simmons. The Sixers get Lowry in the fourth overall pick. Um, what Would I like Lowry in the fourth overall? Of course I would. I'm just not trading Ben Simmons to the Raptors. That That is one of the teams I'm not trading Ben Simmons to. I have a feeling if we do that, he's going to come out and be LeBron in the next two years. I, I really do feel that. Uh, the Raptors constantly haunt us, and I definitely probably would not do that. But, I, you know, that would be a good package in terms of the return for us. Now, the second package kind of gets me on a similar wavelength here you know Kyle Lowry for Danny Green George Hill and a protected first round pick you know George Hill's probably going to be in a salary swap like that if Kyle Lowry does want 25 a year maybe we have to pay the premium right but at the same time even though the Raptors have a bit of leverage right because the Sixers have to go out and they have to make a move that'll really help them for the the, the short-term future because of the health of Joel Embiid I still think the Sixers would also have some leverage because the Toronto Raptors cannot demand as much as they did before. Because if not, they're literally just going to lose Kyle Lowry for absolutely nothing when they could have at least had something. So I think the teams are willing to meet somewhere, you know, in the middle. I kind of like this trade right here if we're able to, you know, re-sign Danny Green and trade him. But he still wants to win. You know, is he going to, you know, want to go back to Toronto? You know the Raptors are going to help Kyle Lowry pick a good destination for him. 
And then lastly, this three-team trade sends Ben Simmons and George Hill to the Lakers. The Sixers receive Kyle Lowry and Harrell, and Toronto acquires Dennis Schroeder and KCP. I don't know if the Lakers would want to put Ben Simmons on the same floor as LeBron, but just a couple trade offers. Obviously, this would be something to discuss more. I really feel the Sixers have enough to get it done. I feel Kyle Lowry would want to come back to Philadelphia in his hometown, and at the same time, I just think it's a perfect fit. The Sixers need a point guard, and I feel like Kyle Kyle Lowry is going to be that player that has a huge impact on the team next season. But those are just my thoughts. I want to hear from you. Let me know all your thoughts down below in the comment section. What do you think about this potential move? Is it something you would consider? Should it be our backup plan? Let me know all your thoughts down below in the comment section. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I will catch you on the next one. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.